0: Chair, staff is ready when you are.
1: Good morning, everyone. I would like to call the Personnel and Public Employee Committee meeting to order. Can, uh, Can the clerk please call the roll to establish a quorum?
0: Thank you, Chair. Member Maple is
2: here and i am requesting the ability to participate remotely due to an illness there's no one else in the room with me
0: perfect thank you, thank you council member uh council member valenzuela here and chair kaplan
1: here we have a quorum can i have council member valenzuela do our land acknowledgement and pledge please sure please, please, please stand
3: if you're able yes please rise for the opening acknowledgement in honor of sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands To the original people of this land, the Nisenan people, the Southern Maidu, Valley and Plains, Miwok, Putwin-Wintoon peoples, and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe, may we acknowledge and honor the Native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and lives. Thank you. Now please salute and pledge.
0: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Happy 2024. For everyone, um, if there are any pe- any individuals here who wish to speak on items not on the agenda, if you wouldn't mind filling out a form. If you are here because you submitted an application on a board or commission, we'll call you up at the appropriate time. Just as one quick aside, Jacob, did we, um, I know this is the beginning of the new year, did we send out reminders and invites to those that we were hearing uh, their application today?
0: Yes, those were sent out on December 28th of 2023.
1: Perfect, Um, just wanting to make sure that was, and and here's the thing, you are not required to be in the audience to be considered or for us here on the dais to make appointments um, today. So um, our first, wait, do we have first order of business is consent, do I have any comments, public comments on consent?
0: Thank you, Chair, I have no speaker slips on consent.
3: All right, and a quick comment, Chair, um, I let the clerk know that um, there needs to be an amendment on the December 12th notes that I abstained from item seven. All right. And with that, I will move the consent calendar.
1: Moved as amended. Um, now, because we are doing, uh, vir- we have a virtual participant, everything will have to be done via uh, voice vote. So, Jacob, can you call the roll, please?
0: Thank you, Chair. Councilmember Maple?
1: Aye.
0: Councilmember Valenzuela? Yes. And Chair Kaplan?
1: Aye. Uh, Motion passes 3 0 as amending uh, our consent uh, and our minutes from December 12th. We will now um, move on to item number two, which is review of applicants for the Active Transportation Commission. Jacob, turning it over to you.
0: Thank you, Chair. I'm here today to present the review of applicants for the Active Transportation Commission. Uh, The seat needing recommendation today is seat J. Uh, Requirements for seat J are as follows. A member who is a resident of the city of Sacramento with a demonstrated interest in active transportation and is qualified by training or professional experience and demonstrated leadership in one of the following categories. A licensed civil or traffic engineer or a professional transportation planner. Uh, we have five uh, applicants uh, for th- this seat for review today. Our first applicant is Connor Bente.
4: Good morning, Council. My name is Connor, a resident of Sacramento City Council. I'm just going to pull this up a little bit.
1: Oh, of course. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> to get you. When you're tall, it's okay.
4: All right feels a little less awkward but still awkward My name is Connor Bente, resident of Sacramento City Council District 4. I live here without a car, and I'm excited to be here for the item relating to the open position on the Active Transportation Commission, not just because I'm a user and proponent of active transportation, um, but for the opportunity to speak to these issues from the standpoint of a community member and not just from that of a transportation planning professional. I'll first be honest, it's my professional and educational background that equipped me to apply for this particular open seat today, and it's the values I uphold in my day-to-day work that demonstrate my commitment to centering community voices in the transportation planning arena. Some accomplishments in the past year include my Peer City Best Practices Research for the City of Santa Monica, which was instrumental in establishing a permanent open streets program driven by equity and public engagement performance measures, I finished my master's capstone, which involved input from my local neighborhood council and other community-based advocacy groups in strategizing the consensus for an implementation of active transportation facilities in an equity-focused community that has long been deprived of safe and accessible streets. I also joined an office in Caltrans, where I help communicate with and coordinate resources among our district, regional, and local partners to envision transportation projects that are more well-rounded and respond to the needs of its users and surrounding communities. We hope for projects that expand access to jobs, school, healthcare, and other essential destinations, especially for people without a car, and for projects with proven safety countermeasures, especially in consideration of our roadway's most vulnerable users, and for eco-conscious projects that reduce vehicle miles traveled and remediate environmental burdens on disadvantaged communities. But above all else, we hope for projects that are supported and driven by the communities themselves. And to that point, I would like to reiterate that I would like come to the Active Transportation Commission, not just as someone who does this work every day, but as someone who is committed <coughs> to holding the communities Desires above other interests, someone who's ready to have difficult conversations. And someone who is ready to step up to the plate and advocate for the rights of all people, regardless of income, ability, or access to a car, to move around and secure the needs with ease and dignity. And I thank you for your consideration. Thank you. Our next applicant is Jerome Ciampa.
5: Good morning, and thank you for this opportunity. Um, For the interview Um, I am Jerome champa or Jerry Champa, I go by and uh, I've been a resident since 1990 um, And therefore have seen this city improve and of course with its growth and expansion and improvement come problems and uh, Traffic and transportation issues have been what I have done most of my career. I am semi-retired I am a civil engineer. I worked for the Department of Transportation for 34 years And in that time, I spent probably the last 20 years increasingly um, uh, moving towards assignments that were traffic safety, active transportation, and innovation in transportation. Um, My continuing education, I retired in 2017. uh, I have continued with that and volunteered, working with the community, working with colleagues and peers on a volunteer basis. I worked for the private sector shortly. But uh, I've also recently been recruited by um, Uh, Rachel Carpenter a former commissioner to return to Caltrans to help uh, her program the statewide safety program to implement the safe system approach and a lot of the policies and programs that go with that Um, I'm familiar with it from my experience with everything related to transportation safety uh, especially highway streets intersections and uh, have had um, roles including working uh, leading an effort as part of the strategic highway safety plan as a challenge area lead. Um, and uh, my roles at Caltrans uh, consisted primarily in the following areas. Um, I was a, became a policy specialist in traffic safety and design. Highway design focused on innovation, again, and design flexibility, one of the challenges that we face today, not just in Sacramento, but in all cities and counties and states across the nation. Um, and I've also been a technical assistance provider and realized the importance of making sure that decision-makers at all levels are fully and well-informed as to the consequences. Thank you for your time today. If you
0: could please give your, your final thought here.
5: Yeah. Uh, again, I just want to thank you, especially Jacob. I learned of this morning's interview at 920 this morning after checking my email, returning from a trip. So
0: I really appreciate the opportunity to, to speak with you. Thank you. You're welcome. Our next applicant this morning is C. Sequoia Erasmus. She does not appear to be in attendance today and in fact she did send us an email beforehand stating she would not be present. Uh, I believe she left, it looks like she left an e-comment um, regarding this matter. Um, our next applicant is Steven Rosen.
6: morning everybody my name is steve rosen sacramento and uh, by transportation bicyclists uh, i don't know any lycra or spandex or anything like that or clip-in shoes bike to get where i'm going bike to get to work bike to go out places use these streets um i'm a transportation planner by profession right now uh, but i've been a bike everywhere kind of person for a few decades now i uh long time ago, I sat on the old uh, City County Bicycle Advisory Committee. I've uh, got to do a little bit of help there, and I'd uh, like to get back into it now that I uh, have more experience in working with committees, on committees. Uh, my professional experience um, also includes uh, staffing one of the committees, so hopefully I could uh, be a good committee member, knowing what it's like to have to wrangle volunteer committee members. Um, yeah, I'm interested in things like, uh, building a whole, uh, network of safe or low traffic streets. I know that some streets are high volume and just more than making it, uh, little safe to walk along like a busy street. Just, it's a nicer thing to do to get away from those where we have our nice quiet streets and hopefully promoting those, uh, Promoting people to use those will help them be able to walk and bike to more of the places they need to go. Um, Also we've got great trails here like the Sacramento Northern trail is uh, my favorite little forgotten trail and I uh, would love to see more people use that. You can go all the way out to uh, go all the way out and see some farm animals right from downtown. It's amazing thing. Um, Yeah. uh, That's who I am and why I'm interested. So thanks for the opportunity.
0: Thank you. Our final applicant today is Daniel Taesu-Yoon. It does not appear that they are in the audience today. Our applicants on for the okay. Active Transportation Commission.
1: It's a new year, so I'm pushing the wrong buttons. <laughs> um, Thank you, everyone, uh, for showing up. Uh, One of the things I want to keep in mind um, if we make a decision today, uh, I am also going to forward your applications. Um, uh, Seat I is open, which is the mayor's appointee, um, and all of you are qualified uh, for this, so I will pass along and see if we can't encourage the mayor to choose from the applicants here. Um, While... um, uh, Miss Sequoia Ramos was not able to be here. Um, we've, as a city, have talked about equity in transportation planning, um, and that is specifically in her expertise. So, um, in adding in diversity of who we have on active transportation, um, uh, I did get her letter and her comment and a couple emails. Uh, would like to make the motion to appoint her to the seat J on the Active Transportation Commission. Um, I might hear a second online. I'll I'll (laughs) second. All right, motion and second for Associate Deputy Director C. Sequoia Aramis to be appointed. Uh, Jacob, can you call the roll?
0: Thank you, Chair. Commissioner Maple? Aye. Commissioner Valenzuela?
3: Yes. Council Member (laughs) Valenzuela? It's okay, Uh, yes. (laughs) I knew who you were talking
0: about. (laughs) And uh, Chair Kaplan?
3: Aye
1: and so that seat has been filled and again I am passing on your applications to the mayor but thank you for being here especially uh, for those of you who are in the middle of a workday we we do recognize that and thank you for coming. Uh, Moving on to item three which is the review of the applicants for the compensation commission. Jacob I'll turn it over to you.
0: Thank you chair. The seats needing recommendation today for the Compensation Commission uh, is uh, seat B. Uh, and the requirement for seat B is as follows. It's a member representing the public at large and shall be a resident of the city of Sacramento. Uh, we have uh, we have one applicant for review today. We, we had two. Uh, Mr. Blake Johnson uh, sent us an email this morning at 9.14 a.m. stating that he wished to withdraw uh, consideration for this seat. Uh, so this morning we have... One, applicant, uh, Daniel Rubenstein. Does not appear, uh, Mr. Rubenstein is in attendance today.
1: So, members, question to you. Um, I get, We have one applicant. If we feel like we need more of a pool, uh, I'm willing to, to open it back up because I know many of us have friends and colleagues that we can encourage. Uh, The the issues really won't be discussed until March for the Compensation Commission. So we do have time if we want to hold this over to February and reopen it. So I will take direction from
3: I think that sounds like a great idea, Chair, and as long as we keep uh, Mr. Rubenstein in the Absolutely. Because I was impressed by his resume, but I think more the merrier in terms of applicants. Yeah, and
1: especially I double-checked that we had until March. Um, I, I think that, are you okay with that, uh, Vice Chair Maple? All right, do we need a motion to continue this to the next meeting? Um, Reopen. open
0: all I How need about is this? direction to reopen the applications. Mr. Rubenstein's or mm-hmm. uh, application is still valid, uh, so it will be in consideration um, if we reopen yes. and continue to the next meeting.
1: Then that has so been directed as using the words you, you so eloquently stated. Thank you. All right. Uh, appreciate everyone. Now moving on to item four. Four, which is review of applicants for the Natomas Basin Conservancy Board of Directors. And we have two seats, seat A and seat E.
0: Thank you, Chair. The seats needing recommendation today are seat A and E. Uh, the requirements are identical and as follows. Uh, member must not be a current employee of the United States Fish and Wildlife Service, the United States Department of the Interior, the California Department of Fish and Game, or the State of California's Resources Agency. Uh, Additionally, the member must not be currently compensated by the Natomas Basin Conservancy for services rendered to it within the previous 12 months, whether as a full-time or part-time employee, independent contractor or otherwise, uh, or any brother, sister, ancestor, descendant, spouse, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, son-in-law, daughter-in-law, mother-in-law, or father-in-law of any such person. Uh, We have three applicants for review today. All three applicants confirmed via email uh, that they do not meet any of the disqualifying factors that I uh, just stated here.
1: Awesome, thank you.
0: Um, And so we'll now begin with our first applicant, uh, Susan, uh, Susan Baxter.
7: Good morning, my name is Susan Baxter. Thank you for having me here this morning. My history is I have been a resident of Sacramento for most of my life. I have been a resident of the Natomas area for about, I don't know, 40 years. First time I saw it was in 1970. There's no cooler sound than having your child or grandchild in the back seat saying, oh, Did you see that hawk? Did you see that deer? And As a child growing up, I loved the trails. I loved the water. I loved the river. I could spend hours, in fact, we did, um, watching the boats go by, watching the fish, and now the seals that are in the rivers. Um, There's no greater experience than to be able to get out into nature and to see everything and to share it with your family. Um, On the flip side, we have a lot of growth in Sacramento, lots of housing, lots of businesses going up. And now we have critters that are on the run. Uh, I have seen a decline in deer population. I have seen a decline in, sadly, um, uh, prey birds. And the reason I say that is because I've seen an increase in rodent population. And so um, we need to safeguard those animals and their habitats. And uh, I would like to be part of that process. My qualifications are this. I spent um, 15 years close to uh, on the air as on-air personality for radio. So I'm not afraid of a microphone or to speak to anyone face to face. The second is I worked for Sacramento County Department of Human Assistance for 15 and a half years of which I just retired and I have all day long to research. I am accustomed to using state, county, federal laws and regulations to determine eligibility. I represented the county of Sacramento in multiple um, events off uh, site. I was also part of a, a committee that bridged management with uh, workers and clerical to come up with better solutions on how we could get our job done less expensive.
0: Thank you for your time today.
7: Thank you. That two minutes—that's that radio thing. I'm really good at. <laughs> Have a wonderful day.
0: You as well. Um, our next applicant is Patrick Huber. Does not appear Patrick Huber is in attendance today. However, they did, uh, they notified us via email that they would likely not be and they left a, uh, an e-comment online. Um, and our last applicant today is Ethan Valberg.
8: Good Morning. Thank you for this opportunity to interview for this position. Um, I wrote a statement, so I'm just gonna read from it. Uh, I'm interested in serving on this board because I believe that biodiversity and economic development should not be mutually exclusive. I believe that the wildland-urban interface, if managed properly, both the wildland and urban development will not only survive but thrive. Having high-functioning and biodiverse habitat close by provides to be an asset for the surrounding community by providing ecosystem services such as flood control, pollinator support, Um, and carbon sequestration sequestration, in addition to supporting healthy population numbers for each and every species that utilizes that habitat. In college I was involved in a Swainson's Hawk monitoring project and I've been interested in their conservation ever since. My son and I now go to see Orion, Effion Nature Center's uh, resident Swainson's Hawk. Every chance we get, he's an amazing, majestic ambassador for all species that live within the wildland urban interface. Uh, My my professional career path began with an environmental science degree at Sacramento State University, and it's on its way through regulatory and environmental compliance roles to where I currently am right now. Um, I manage uh, environmental compliance and hazardous waste program for a major heavy equipment um, company. My area of responsibility spans 20 counties and over 35 state and federal and uh, local agencies uh, here in Northern California. My uh, skills at navigating the complex Uh, governmental regulations and rules, and my ability to form working partnerships with local and state agencies would be an asset to the organization and board. In addition to managing regulatory compliance issues, I review phase one and phase two property assessments for real estate transactions and make acquisition recommendations based on those findings. As a conservancy acquires properties, my understanding of the purchasing process and land evaluation assessments would most likely provide uh, to be a valuable asset. Thank you.
0: Thank you for being here today. Uh, That concludes our applicants for the Natomas Basin Conservancy Board of Directors.
1: Again, thank you, uh, Jacob. As uh, the member that oversees the Natomas Basin Habitat Conservancy, and specifically uh, knowing that this is about uh, compliance with the federal rules and regulations and the settlement uh, that was created, um, I... uh, I would like to move. I think it's important, uh, Mr. Huber, uh, having an attorney that understands that. And um, I was open between uh, the two of you here. But I will have to say, Mr. Balberg, your experience and knowledge, um, while you don't live in Natomas, uh, I think gives you um, the edge because you do speak my language in regards to the balance and how do we how do we keep things in Natomas uh, balance knowing that we grow, knowing that we need to grow. So I'd like to make a motion for seat A for Patrick Huber, and seat E for Ethan James Wahlberg for the Natomas Habitat Basin Conservancy.
3: I'm um, happy to second that motion and just want to say uh, to Ms. Baxter, we'll find plenty of ways to use that time if you want. <laughs> <laughs> you sound really enthusiastic about the issues you care about and I would love to find another way to, to plug you into stuff the city's doing on those issues. There's a lot of ways to do it. Maybe we'll forward your information to your council member and see what ideas she has. Thank you. Oh, wonderful, thank you so much.
1: Perfect, um, so motion and second. Uh, Jacob, can you call the roll?
0: Thank you, Chair. Councilmember Maple?
1: Aye.
0: Councilmember Valenzuela? Yes. And Chair Kaplan?
1: Uh, Aye. And the motion has been moved for applicants for the Natomas Basin Conservancy Board of Directors. Thank you. Now, moving um, and thank you for coming today. Uh, Item five review of the applicants for the Sacramento Disabilities Advisory Commission. Seat F is open. Jacob?
0: Thank you, Chair. The seat needing recommendation today, seat F, requirements for seat F are as follows. A member who is a representative of a disability group such as a physical, sensory, developmental or mental disability who has experience with disability issues and knowledge or experience with disability law such as ADA or Title 24 of the California Code of Regulations. Uh, We have three applicants for review today. Our first applicant is Satvir Kaur. They do not appear to be in attendance today. Uh, our next applica- applicant is Sylvia Sines. They are also not in attendance today. Our final applicant is Alexandria Smith.
1: And I know she's at work. <laughs>
0: Walter, well, we have no applicants in <laughs> attendance today.
1: Uh, Yeah, so um, I feel an abundance, and I will apologize, of wealth because uh, these are all applicants from District 1, um, and I know of each of them, but I think in adding to diversity of the commission uh, I would like to appoint Alexandria Smith with her position at the state level of working on these issues and and knowledge of policy I think can help put Sacramento on the forefront and so I'd like to make a motion to have Alexandria Smith for seat F and I'll second thank you vice chair maple we have a motion and a second Jacob can you call the rule
0: thank you chair Councilmember Member Mabel? Aye. Council Member Valenzuela? Yes. And Chair Kaplan?
1: Aye. And so that motion passes 3 0 for Alexandria Smith for seat F. And now to some of my favorite parts of what PMPE does. We're moving on to item six, which is the consideration of the Measure U Community Advisory Committee proposed 2024 work plan. So, Chair Dickinson, come on up. Thank you for being here to present.
9: Thank you, council members. And um, thank you, even though it was a bit of an exercise for asking us to prepare prepare the work plan, it made us really look at what our roles and responsibilities are and make sure that we're scheduling um, the the workload and the um, education efforts for us to do our job as well as possible. I think our work plan is fairly straightforward um, and consistent with the um, two... Um, major areas of responsibility, which are to re- one, the first one to review the uh, use of Measure U funds, provide recommendations, assess priorities, and review performance uh, measures. And the second is to work with city staff on community engagement. And what we did is um, put together a work plan that um, hopefully allows us to um, fulfill both of those sets of responsibilities fully. Um, and also um, get receive uh, presentations from various cities uh, departments um, regarding what they're doing with uh, Measure U revenue so that we have a more grounded understanding of um, the programs that uh, the Measure U funds uh, support. And, um, and, I, and I will say thank you because you did support our request for a subcommittee and so we have subcommittee um, which we are perilously close to making appointments to and <laughs> will have its first meeting on the 22nd and so we have um, deliverables, discussion items for both the full committee and the subcommittee um, which we think will help us achieve your objectives for our committee.
3: Thank questions. you so I'm much. I'm happy to answer them. Yep, council Member Valenzuela, any questions? Um, Not a question, just a comment to thank um, you. I mean, this is one of the few commissions, I think our ethics commission is the only other one that was established by voter referendum, and so I really appreciate how thoughtful you were in this report. It was super robust, and it seems reasonable. Um, I mean, for volunteers, you're committing (laughs) to a lot. (laughs) But from a council perspective, it seems like you really were very thoughtful about pairing up what your responsibilities were with the right timing and the right steps that you would need to take to have a thoughtful public process. So I'm of this um, report I don't know if it's appropriate time to make a motion to approve but would happily do so sure
1: motion to approve councilmember maple I'll second second by maple do you have any comments
2: I just wanted to say uh, thank you I know it's been a little bit of a rocky process not not just for you but for some of the other commissions to just kind of learning this new process. But I think overall, it's going to do great things for us really being able to understand and hone in on the work that needs to get done and, and make sure that we as a as a not only as a a committee, but as a council can, um, you know, really take in all that work and help support you the best that we can and make sure that we're taking those recommendations to heart when we're making our decisions. So I'm really excited and just really grateful for all the work that you've done.
1: and i just want to echo that i know this was a, a new way of doing things but what i have to say is i really appreciate getting these work plans because then it helps me focus uh the conversations i have with my commissioner but also in seeing it so that the public it's the transparency piece we now have where the public can click on and see oh these are the work plans these are what boards and commissions and then having this presented also helps us if we, as a council, say, "Oh, we need to implement this. This is something we need to do differently." Um, so, thank you for for jumping on and and <laughs> and, and and handling the the little bit of a uh, the wild ride for the first year as we implement this. But I I greatly appreciate it very much. And as you've seen, it'll just go on consent calendar tonight for approval. And. We look forward to getting your thoughts and opinions as we move forward, because this is not gonna be an easy budget year.
9: No, no. Um,
1: no. But your, your, your thoughts and opinions are valid. So there's been a motion and a second. Any public comments?
0: Thank you, Chair. I have no uh, speaker slips for public comment.
9: All right. It could, may I make yes. one uh, observation that, uh, that I uh, failed to make? Um, we have two things that we use the same descriptor for, which is we have an annual report that is um, retrospective um, regarding the use of Measure U mm-hmm. recommendations, and then we have the annual report that is re- required as part of those work plan. Uh, the work plan requirement, and we're fr- struggling to find different terms to describe those you two things. You can do one,
1: who's an annual report, look <laughs> back, and maybe the work plan is look yeah. forward. Yeah,
9: but yeah, so it's just it, it's a, it's a bit complicated because sometimes the words get um, used in two different ways, but. Um, We'll, we'll, we'll try to be clear be able
3: to do it in one if you really wanted to, but you have a lot where the like, annual, hey, this is what we did annual and report? this is what we're going to do.
9: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, and I think the annual report required by the uh, ordinance is included in the work plan and annual report that um, is before you tonight. Perfect. So. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Jacob, can you call the roll?
0: Thank you, Chair. Council Member Maple?
1: Aye.
0: Council Member Valenzuela? Yes. And Chair Kaplan.
1: Aye, that will be forwarded on to the City Council tonight for approval. And now we are moving on to item seven, which is the Preservation Commission annual report as well. Welcome.
10: Hello, Chair Kaplan, members of the committee. Sean DeCourcy, Preservation Director with the Community Development Department and staff to the Preservation Commission. Um, I wanted to start by giving you a brief overview of our preservation program that's housed within community development and then again nested within planning so our historic preservation program is referred to as a certified local government program that is a program administered by the Department of the Interior and then administered by the National Park Service and then locally administered by the State Office of Historic Preservation. And there are certain requirements that have to be met to be a certified local government. One of those is to maintain a preservation commission with with professional staff as well as the commissioners themselves that meet certain professional qualifications. There are other requirements to our certified local government program, but there are also benefits to maintaining a certified local government preservation program. One of those are the access to certified local government grants, um, but also other federal grants that uh, we have been applying for sort of more actively under my, my tenure, some of which um, are mentioned in the annual report. And the, uh, the certified local government program also gives us a level of prestige among other California cities and counties um, as one of the the better pro- preservation programs in the state, um, if you have more questions about the Certified Local Government program, I formerly worked for the Certified Local Government office at the State Office of Historic Preservation, so we can talk more. Of <laughs> it, it's a mouthful, <laughs> so we can we can talk more about the program and what's required, but. Basically, it is, a, um, it is a certification that says we meet these certain best management practices for a preservation program. Um, so and then I just wanted to highlight a couple items from our annual report that is attached to your staff report. One of those is uh, in the previous year of which this report addresses the, um, we recently completed the African American Experience Historic Context and Survey Project. That project was funded through a grant from the National Trust for Historic Preservation and, um, and then accompanied with city staff resources and, and volunteer resources. We also received a supplemental grant from the National Trust for Historic Preservation. Being a certified local government is not a requirement of that grant program per se, but it is uh, it does make our application more competitive. Um, so the Preservation Commission served as a primary uh, Public hearing body for uh, staff to to do our business in a public forum. Um, we also conducted a number of community outreach meetings that were outside of the preservation commission as part of that project. But the preservation commission was an important um, sounding board as we went through the uh, execution of that project. Um, and then next year, in our in our looking forward for to for 2024. Our, we've recently received a LGBTQ Historic Context State Survey Grant, um, and that project is actually a certified local government grant, so we only are eligible for that because we're a certified local government. Um, that came with $66,000 in funding to develop a historic context statement. Actually it's $40,000 of federal funding with a local match to prepare a historic context and survey focused on the LGBTQ community and the Lavender Heights neighborhood to determine if a historic district exists and identify additional landmarks outside of uh, Lavender Heights uh, proper and and citywide. So that's what we're looking forward to in that year along with our our standard functions of uh, processing local landmark uh, nominations, local historic district nominations, um, and otherwise, just being in a public hearing body for our preservation program.
3: Thank you, Sean. Council Member Valenzuela. Thank you. Um, I just want to commend the work that you've already started on the LGBTQ Plus Stories project. Um, I've gotten so much good feedback over the last couple of months from people that you've engaged as stakeholders in this process. I know they're fundraising to try to make the project even bigger. It sounds like they're doing really well in that. And um, there's just a lot of really cool energy in the community to support this. And so I just want to commend, again, just like the African American Voices project, the planning staff and the preservation staff, really stepping outside of, like, traditional preservation roles and embracing the community's role in this whole process it, it's I'm really excited <laughs> to see how that goes and and I hope you'll keep us in the loop as I know you did during the African American experiences project um, I did note when I was looking that you reference a Native American historical context um, looking for funding to try to do that as like sort of your next big project and I know you're working with the tribes on that and I'm excited because there has been a little bit of You know as as with any community there's a little bit of discrepancies between who was where when and whose space is what and so really hoping that um you're just aware of that dynamic and welcome being engaged as much as i can in that process because i think there's some really important conversations the community needs to have as part of this process that i hope will be helpful to to everybody so yeah very excited to see that thank you
1: council member council member maple any comments thank you
3: chair
2: um yeah i just want to Really echo what Councillor Valenzuela said. I know um, a lot of great. I, I I won't go on about it because I've spoken several times um, in the past about the African American Experience Project and what a wonderful job you and your team did on that. Um, and I a lot of those resources are focused in District Five, and I heard amazing feedback from the community. And I just hope you know I'll, I'll pitch it again. I hope that we can take some of that work eventually in the future and maybe work with the school district or maybe some individual schools like Father Keith Kenny and others to, um, incorporate some of that local Sacramento history into what's being taught in some of our schools. Um, but yeah, just also really excited about, about this next project, um, and your work with the LGBTQIA plus community and, um, yeah, looking forward to the, to the year ahead. So thank you.
1: Thank you. Um, and I just want to echo the comments of my colleagues, um, more so, you know, as we look at, um, like the african-american project and the lgbtq as we look at like the historic context to see if there's designations i think what it also does is uh strengthen and add context and wealth to sacramento's history like our complete history so i too want to echo uh whatever you can do find because we know there's five of you running around and there's you have tons of extra time on your hands um you know uh, we are built on Native American land all over within the entire city of Sacramento Sacramento County Basin um, and that is definitely as you talk about something our, our kids should know of their history um, in this context I mean Natomas is Native American so um, thank you for all that you're doing I will make a motion uh, to move this on to City Council second by Council Member Valenzuela and Jacob can you call the roll
0: Thank you, Chair. Council Member Maple? Aye. Council Member Valenzuela? Yes. And Chair Kaplan?
1: Yes. Motion passes to move it on to City Council, and I uh, made the assumption that there were no public comments.
0: That assumption was correct.
1: All right. And as we are at the end of the agenda, are there any com- public comments of items not on the agenda?
0: Thank you, Chair. I have no speaker slips on that item
1: awesome then i just want to say welcome to 2024 welcome to brett who's our our new uh city attorney liaison to pnpe you're going to be uh as later tonight joining the ladies which i don't know we'll have to find out if the city of sacramento has ever had a subcommittee fully staffed by ladies this may be the first all four. So I look forward to that uh, and working with everyone in twenty twenty four. and we'll call this meeting adjourned at eleven forty.